Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm going through it, man. You're going through it. I miss that, um, you know, 75, 80 degrees weather, nothing but sun, a lot of booty. A lot of booty out there, I'm sure. I Had to it. be. Ah, oh, man. It was great. You know, it's funny. There was actually this, uh, it was a whole goggle of them. It was a bunch of bunch of people from uh from chile that were on that were on the cruise yeah we ran into them a lot they were all very very nice people they spoke spanish a lot they were probably talking shit but you know what if they were they were i'm not entirely too worried about it okay um i doubt they ever listened to this so i'll just go i'll just go ahead and say it um because it's not it, it, it's not, it's nothing crazy there was one chick she had like a she gave me like a real amber rose vibe it's a real short, yeah, real short hair. Okay, something spicy. Yeah, she was rather attractive. She had a very, very nice caboose. Okay. And of course, like, in America, we're a little bit more, despite what people see with people on, people on beaches now, America, compared to the rest of the world, is rather tame with, uh, with bathing suit uh, choices. Yeah, you ran into a few new beaches, didn't you? Dude, I went to a nude beach, and that was the <laughs> worst. That's not, even what I'm, that's not even what I'm talking about. But, like, like you have, like, girls at, on beaches in America where, on America, like, like we have like we have foreign listeners. What the hell am I saying? But anyway, like, beaches here, like, you have girls who, like, pull their fucking bikini up into their ass, they tan their ass cheeks, while people from other countries, like, straight up wear just a fucking thong on the beach. You gotta get the cheeks, man. Show, no, the, show no, the cheeks some love. No, you're right. So, so, so Amber Rose was double-cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Hella ass. Hella ass. The sun is sun is still shining. Sun is still shining. Um, but yeah, I did go to a nude beach. That was like awful. I like stood at the bar and I'm like, I'm like, I'm. I literally just wanted to get a Corona and then here comes this guy fucking swinging his meat. Just stands right next to me. Like leans over on the leans over on the bar. I haven't even paid for my beer yet. I just took four bucks out of my pocket, threw, like put it on the bar and just walked away. <laughs> it sounds miserable. Oh, it was terrible. Like you kidding me? Cause see, cause, so so apparently there was like a, a according to our little according to our tour guide, she said there was like a Miami side, which I guess is like where like a younger crowd hangs out. But the spot where she took us to, I'm pretty sure like the youngest person I saw had to have had titties that reached her knees. Ew! Why didn't she take you to the young side? Well, the road ended there. We'd have to like we'd have to hoof it in order to get there, and I wasn't I wasn't trying to do that. So I was probably on the nude beach for a whole like five minutes, and then I just went and sat back in the car. Would you have gotten nude on the no side of the way. nude beach? Absolutely not. I'm not. I'm not that secure of my body. I'm just curious. Oh my god! Is that that? I'm literally. I'm. I'm. Li- I'm literally about to throw my phone across the damn room. Are they calling you again? Yeah, dude. I'm just putting. I'm just putting this shit in my pocket. We gotta. We gotta talk to them. Tell them to knock their shit. Cause that's we're gonna have. Dude, dude, it's, dude, it's five thirty on a Friday night. Go do something. Go do something better. You've been here for a few hours now. I've got. I've got two got, and a half, three hours. I've got at least six phone calls. Minimum. 
minimum. Bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the cruiser's nice. I got. I got a. I'm. I'm not like pasty white like everybody else is. Like me. Well, that's very true. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't going to throw you under the bus. I was going to say, like, everybody else in the middle of March. No, I'm always pasty white. Well. I'm also a little under the weather right now. You are, yeah. Drinking some warm tea over here. Yeah, you got warm, you got warm tea, I got a cold beer, so we're just going through it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, and it starts already. <laughs> Harley making her, uh, her little introduction here. I could hear that through the mic. So could I. That's wild. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. See, now, for everybody that doesn't know, so I'm moving tomorrow. Uh, for those of you that live in Maryland, you do know that on March the 12th, it's supposed, we're supposed to get four inches of snow in Maryland. And we still... <laughs> Bruh. Just going, we're just going through it over here. Um, dude, Kitty is, like, giving her, like, the sharpest eyes I've ever seen. Kitty has a resting bitch face. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, for those for those of you that know, um, March twelfth we're supposed to be getting uh, some snow, and um, apparently, my mother still thinks it's a good idea to move when we're supposed to get snow. Neither here nor there. That's not we're here. That's not what we're here to discuss. I've been away for a week. My man did the podcast last week by himself. I give him a round of applause. I forget which button is which, so I'm not going to reach across the table and hit something random that I don't mean to. I think this one's the cheer one. Okay. Yep, so shout out my man. He did a very good job on the podcast by himself. <laughs> Appreciate it. I found myself chiming in with every single little thing that he said, giving my own two cents. Until, until I realized... Uh, no, nothing not, not, not negative. Just like like agreeing, adding my own thoughts like I normally would hear. Okay. Until I realized about halfway through that it doesn't matter because you can't fucking hear me. And it's on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that. But um, here we are. We're back. Here we are. And uh, let's get into some, uh, some, some topics here. What do you think? Yeah, let's just... Um, you know, let's run with it. Um, we got something. We got something small here for the NBA. Um, while I was away, uh, San Antonio Spurs all-time great coach Greg Popovich tied uh, the person who was in first place. His name is escaping me, but tied the NBA record for the most wins by a head coach in a career. He tied that um, sometime last week or early this week or something or another. Um, well, tonight Spurs play. Um, I don't know who they play. I just checked, but I forgot already. Um, <laughs> I want to say it's Utah, maybe. So the opportunity is there. Um, Greg Popovich could become the all-time winningest coach in NBA history. Do you think it happens tonight? Uh, if they're playing Utah, no. I agree. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page. Yeah, I think we are. Okay, cool. Depends on they play. If it's Utah, no. Okay. I have ESPN up in front of me. I don't know why I, I, don't know why I just didn't check it. Hey, you're just like, screw it. I don't feel like doing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm do not like still on the beaches in St. Thomas. Dude, it's crazy. You ever seen, um, going, going, going back to the damn cruise here, making me all depressed and shit. But anyway, you, have you ever seen the videos of that? I, I know I sent you specifically a video, but for the listeners, have you ever seen the video of that? Uh, they do play you all the night. Mm. Um, no shot. Yeah, no shot. The planes that come in and land right over top of the beach. Did you see the video that I sent you? I, said, I think I sent it to you. I probably did. Okay. Um, it's called Maho Beach. It's considered one of the dangerous beaches in the world because the distance from the end of the beach to the runway is probably a good, like, 20 yards. Oh, wow. So, like, the, so like 
a whole ass JetBlue Boeing 747 plane came right over top of the um right over top of the beach when I was standing there. It was sick as hell. It was so cool. But like, uh, like you could throw a baseball and hit the bottom of the plane. Oh, dude, I could, I could, like the um, if the plane wasn't moving so damn fast and the uh, the pilot could open a window, I could throw a baseball into a into a glove, into a glove from there. Interesting. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, like the, like easy, like easily, I could hit the bottom of the plane. Hmm. Easily. Do people get smacked with the wheels? Is that why it's dangerous? No, no. It, like, like the um, like windy days when it's like like the, all the turbulence and shit like that. <laughs> Like it, like straight up on both sides of the beach. Uh, it literally says, um, like windy conditions and the planes flying in can cause death. Oh God! Yeah, severe injury, uh, including death. Jesus. But it was cool. Yeah, that's insane. It was a lot of fun. That was like the only thing I wanted to see on Saint Martin, and of course I got roped into seeing a fucking nude beach. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. Well. Yeah, that's my TED talk. Thanks for coming. Speaking of nude beaches, um. No, I have nothing that runs into nude beaches here. Um, but Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. I mean, something. It's probably not too many nude beaches out there. If you can find me a nude beach in Green Bay, I'll, 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 I'll just for the sake of seeing it, I'll go. Would you be? Would you get nude on that one? No. I'm just curious. No shot. I don't know. It's gonna be cold. Everything's gonna be shoveled up. It's gonna be a big deal. <laughs> It is what it is. Dude, like, shriveled up for me is, like, a real bad, like, a real spat, bad spot to be in. <laughs> it is. I swear. I'm, like, like, I'm, like, I'm not going to get overly graphic considering the fact that I have, uh, like, family, family members who listen to this podcast. Yeah, good gracious. Um, but, yeah, no, like, like, nude beach in Green Bay, come on. Like, think about it. I, I won't even do the polar bear plunge in Maryland in April. Like, ain't no way in hell I'm going to a nude beach in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I don't know. I was just curious where your head was at. And they don't on the nude beach in Wisconsin. <laughs> on the nude beach in Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this was the plan by Aaron Rodgers the whole time, but he held out and he held out and he held out. Yeah, he didn't really hold out. I mean, he played all last season. He won a damn MVP and all that kind of stuff. But he's like, like all this cryptic message. Oh, I might leave. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what the future holds, dude. You know damn well he was just doing this to leverage himself and making two hundred million dollars. I never really saw him leaving. The only place I could see him leaving for was Denver. That was yeah. that was the only place. Mm. I'm pretty sure my mic still picked up you coughing. Yeah, it did, but I tried. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the it's it's a thought that counts. Fair enough. I never really saw him leaving though. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, yeah, like Denver was like a hot topic. It was what it was, but leaving, yes, I could have seen him leaving. But if he left, I think he would have retired. That but, was the only place. But, exactly. Like I like. Like there are other, like there are players where you can look at them and you can just see them playing in another uniform. Like I can I literally don't think Aaron Rodgers would look good from a football perspective in any color besides green. That's fair. So his only other option is what the Eagles. <sighs> That's a Seahawks. Oh God! They need a quarterback now after Russell Wilson just got traded. Yeah, that's another one. Russell Wilson getting traded to the Denver Broncos. Who do you think won this trade? Just real quick, who do you think won? It's tough. Like, gen- like genuinely, I think it's tough because the Broncos, the Broncos obviously got the big, got the big chip. Yep. They wanted like they needed their quarterback. Their offense is so stacked. Like, they have a guy like their tight end. They have now. Um, I can't pronounce his last name. It's a very long last name. It begins with an O. Everyone just calls him Albert O for short. Yes. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you know who I'm talking about. But yeah, Albert O. He's like, like he was like, 
I think um, when he got drafted, he was widely regarded as the best tight end. I don't know if he was the first tight end drafted or not, but he's a very, very skilled tight end. Good, like he's a very good receiver and all that and all that kind of stuff. Um, like people are thinking that even after they traded first round pick Noah Fant away, they still think that they got to upgrade considering the fact that they have Russell Wilson now. Even though no, even though Noah Fant is gone, and they, I think Albert O went in like the fourth or fifth round, something like that. Um, they still think they got to upgrade a tight end considering the fact that it's Russell Wilson. Well, this year's draft is really, really tight end heavy. There's a lot of good tight ends that you can steal late in this draft. The first tight end off the board is that dude from Maryland. I'm telling you now, dude ran a four five six. Yeah. Watch. I can't remember his name, but just just watch for it. He's another one with a. I think his last name starts with no. Yeah. Okike or something like that. It's, it's something. Like it's that. something like that. I haven't heard the name in a while. Um, but like I I know as soon as as soon as I hear it, I I'd recognize it. Okonkwu or something like that. Is that it? You're on. You're very very close. I'm very close. Yeah. I had a feeling. Um. But as far as who won the trade, honestly, I think Seattle did. Really, dude, Russell Wilson's thirty-two years old. He <laughs> he he missed games last year due to injury, and they got a and Denver got a fifth-round pick in return. They're going to be without. No, no offense, a very good tight end. They traded away a defense. Uh, they they traded away a mainstay on their defensive line, and they traded away Drew Locke. Say what you want about Drew Locke, he may not he may not have been the best, but worst comes to worst, like. Like what happened with Teddy with Teddy Bridgewater last season, when Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, at least you know, okay, if we put Drew Lock in the game, we still stand a fighting chance, because he can literally get the ball from the twenty to the twenty and one throw. Yeah. So, so there's that. Plus, the Seahawks just got a bounty of picks. They got back all the picks they got from the um, from when they uh, traded for Jamal Adams. Say what you want about Pete Carroll, live like. Like him, hate him, what, whatever, whatever your, uh, whatever your take is. Um, Pete Carroll knows how to identify talent. So does the rest of that organization. Um, the Seahawks are going to be the first team to take a quarterback in this year's draft. And I think who they end up getting, I think is just going to be a stud. So, um, of course, we didn't do a mock draft this week. We considered it, and we uh, thought, and we discuss this maybe before maybe five minutes before we started recording um so next week you will get a taste of who i think they will be picking the poppy and holman sports lab mock draft 2.0 3.0 really i mean realistically yeah 3.0 but yeah but now we actually kind of know kind of know what we're doing um but who do you think won the trade do you think it was the seahawks or do you think it was denver i think it was denver i mean like, like, I, I understand why. You know, their offense is so loaded, and then you add, and then you add Russell Wilson. But I mean, the whole fact that you you gave up all this for a thirty two year old quarterback who has a he still has a good bit in the tank. He does ha- he does still have a good bit in the tank. But then again, at the same time, you know, he had Tyler Lockett and he had DK Metcalf. He couldn't really do a whole lot with the last year. Yeah, it's because he didn't have an offensive line. Very true, but I don't think Denver's offensive line is very good to begin with anyway. I think it's better than Seattle's. Well, I'm pretty sure they could put you could you could put you and I on Seattle's offensive line. Dude, you could you could put that Peloton in the corner, you, me, and the two cats on the offensive line for the Seattle Seahawks, and we'd do a better job than they would. That's probably fair. <laughs> that is probably fair. Also, it's not a Peloton. I know I I I know it's not, but I just I don't know quite know what the hell it is because it looks like a jet engine in the bottom it is a bowfeck bowflex max trainer it is an elliptical and it burns like hell you don't even know what that thing is you just made that up it's an elliptical 
that straight up looks like something fucking Tony Stark made. Well, talk to Bowflex about it. I don't know. I didn't make it. Anyway. Anyway. I think uh, I think Denver won this trade. Um, they're in a win-now kind of mode. They got a lot of good pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they were a quarterback away from competing, but a quarterback was the big thing that they needed to figure out. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, all the offensive weapons that they have, I mean, dude, your worst wide receiver, you can make an argument, might be K.J. Hamler, who would probably be the number two wide receiver on the Ravens. Maybe. Could be. Doubt he would be. Your number, your number three on the Denver Broncos is Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick would start for the Ravens. Yes. No question. Mm-hmm. Um, he played for the Ravens at one point. He did, and the Ravens are very, very good about having people who end up turning into something very, very good. See Darren Waller. That wasn't our fault. We got scumbagged. Have I told this? Have I told this story on the on the podcast before? I don't think so. So we're going we're going right way off the reservation. But but Holman said that he did all the talking last week, so he's gonna let me he's gonna let me uh, he's gonna let me do my thing this week. It's because I'm under the weather. That too. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing with how, uh, Darren Waller found his way to the, to the, uh, to the old Raiders. Um, so Darren Waller was drafted or signed as an undrafted free agent by the Ravens when he came out of Georgia Tech as a wide receiver. And, um, he was warming up on the sideline one day during a, before, before, I don't know if it was, I think it was a preseason game. And, uh, no, it was a regular season game. It had to have been a regular season game because I don't think we've ever played the Raiders during the. Anyway, not important. Yes, it was regular season because he was on the practice squad at the time. I'm going. I'm. I'm just all over the place right now. I got a. I got a Yingling. I don't even drink Yingling. Lock it in. Okay, I got you. Sorry. Love you. Love you too. But uh, he was over on the sideline warming up as a practice squad player. He wasn't even going to play. And the coaches, uh, coaches from the Raiders, walked over to the Ravens and said, "Who the hell is that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Darren Waller. Like he's uh like." Like, I mean, Darren Wall is a big guy. Yeah. But, like, big guy, good receiver, good hands. I mean, we, I mean everybody, in the, everybody in the NFL knows what Darren Waller can do now. Right. Well, that offseason was when he got suspended for a year for drug use and consequently cut by the Ravens. Yep. As soon as he was reinstated, he was signed by the Raiders. Scumbagged us. And moved him to tight end. Ever since that day, the Ravens do not allow, do not allow practice squad players to warm up on the field for that very reason. Because we got scumbagged out of Darren Waller. We did, yeah. We got scumbagged out of Darren Waller. Uh, James Harrison also, who's played for the Ravens. Yeah. And Priest Holmes, before Priest Holmes became Priest Holmes. Interesting. A lot of players. <coughs> but anyway, so, um, yeah, I mean, I think... Th- I don't think you could necessarily say, I just, I, I just, I just had like a, a complete brain meltdown for a brief second. But uh, I don't think, I don't think you could necessarily say that either team necessarily lost the trade, because I mean the Seahawks, the Seahawks got a lot back to benefit them, and um, of course the Broncos got the quarterback that they've needed for years ever since Peyton Manning's left. Um, so I don't think either team really necessarily lost the trade. Um. Kind of pivoting to another trade where I think both teams did lose. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think there was a winner in this one. Yeah, uh, Carson Wentz ends up be, getting moved to the uh, to the newly named Washington Commanders in exchange for two third round picks. And I, 
I'm missing something. What else got moved? Uh, a second? Something. Something else got moved. Anyway, not, not important. Yes. The Colts gave up a second as well. With Carson Wentz. And are getting two-thirds back. And they're swapping fifths. Swapping fifths. And if Carson Wentz plays over 70% of the snaps for the Colts, one of the thirds becomes a second. Yep. But the funny part is, the commander's odds on winning the Super Bowl or the division or anything like that, they didn't change. Interesting. I didn't pay attention to that. Like, all the, all the odds makers did not change. Like, I, I think their Super Bowl odds actually went a little longer. Really? Yeah, I think it jumped from like plus six six thousand to plus sixty five hundred. I think. Interesting. Yeah, I I was shocked when I saw it. Imagine being Carson Wentz and you get traded to a team and the, their odds get worse. <sighs> oh my god! <laughs> I thought we were having a fucking <laughs> earthquake. <laughs> nope, it's just Harley tearing up the cat tree. So listen for the so so of course nobody's here right now. To see Oh, Jesus. This is about to... <laughs> wow. So here's what's going on. So so the table that Holman's got here in his in his apartment is not really big enough for the two of us, so we decided to put the little... Uh, the robotic arm that my mic sits on onto the cat's fucking climbing post, which seemed like a good idea at the time, but now the cat is trying to get in there and be nosy. So all that shaking was the cat literally just scratching the hell out of the scratching post. <laughs> that wasn't even an option in my brain. Oh, yeah. Like, that thought didn't even creep into my mind until now. That was not an option. And like, now I'm petrified. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm scared shitless that the cat's going to climb all the way to the top and start smacking the mic. I'm petrified. This wasn't cheap. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think uh, I don't think either team really won this trade. I think they kind of both lost it. But then again, we were watching Pat McAfee today, and Pat made a very, very good point. Um, when it comes to Carson Wentz, stats don't tell the picture. It's fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if like if you put Carson Wentz into a situation where he doesn't have to do everything, I think he can do well. He's a pretty good quarterback. Carson Wentz is no slouch, no slouch at all. But if you're gonna like, if you want to put Carson Wentz into a situation where he has to throw, 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 throw. You're not gonna. You're not gonna have a lot of success with him. Like he never really had. Like he had one good year where he just threw the piss out of the ball. He almost won MVP because of it, but then he got hurt. The hero ball is what got him in trouble in Philly. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Oh Jesus! This is a disaster. <laughs> I'm making an executive decision. So, anyway, um, while <laughs> while Poppy gets his mic situation figured out, um, while we're talking about the Carson Wentz trade, Darius Leonard took to uh, social media here and had a little something to say about it. Um, Darius Leonard. I blame you. Holy hell. It made sense in my head. It did. Now I have to take the damn mic off the robotic arm and just sit here and hold the mic. <laughs> well, he had about <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the cat is now trying to climb onto the table. This is a disaster. This is uh, this is something, man. 
This is not how I envisioned this going. <laughs> Neither did I. Oh, my God. Darius Leonard tweeted, here we go again. About to be five years with the Colts and five different quarterbacks. Thank you, Carson, for everything this year, my guy. Wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, so it's crazy. So the Colts have opened five uh, – will now have to open their fifth straight season with five different starting quarterbacks. Yep. Not going not gonna to find it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> This is like the epitome of a disaster. Holy We're shit. getting through it. Well, we don't have a choice now at this point. That's very fair. We're about 20-some minutes in. Oh, man. We're gonna, we might have to speed run this one today. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I blame Harley. I could think of a lot of people to blame right now. <laughs> She's currently inside your shoe. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's a teenager. <laughs> Anywho, I'm not going to figure out how this is supposed to work here. You know what? Mute me. I'm, I'm trying this again. <laughs> so, there was another big trade in the NFL. Um, Khalil Mack got traded from the Chicago Bears to the Los Angeles Chargers for... A 2022 second round pick and a 2023 sixth round pick. I could hear you grunt on my mic. Good gracious. You good over there? I guess. Right, let's try it again. Plus feedback now. Harley, I swear I will put you in a home. <laughs> good gracious. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, uh, so Khalil Mack got traded. He's now a member of the... Um, <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I still think the Chargers find a way to shit the bed regardless, so it's okay. Bad teams make bad decisions. Bad teams make bad decisions. There it is. All we needed was just, uh, we, just needed, we just needed it once. Just needed to get, slip that in there. <laughs> that really disappoints me that you said that. <laughs> I was going to make something up, but I'm just going to move on. Uh, no, you, you, you got to start now. What were you going to say? I can't. Why? He was found innocent. Oh Jesus, that's that's where you're going with this. Yeah, you know what? While I'm at, while I'm at it, what do you think the hell the word of the day is? <laughs> yeah, what is the word of the day? Let me hear it. <sighs> Jesus, we gotta fucking see. <laughs> this went downhill so fucking quick. Yeah, I'm sorry, people. Like <sighs> next a, next week will be better. It's a boring one. Archetype. Archetype. What's your favorite uh, archetype to build in, in 2K? <laughs> Trash. Next. <laughs> I'm talking about that game. What's your favorite archetype to build Madden? That game's trash, too. I ain't gonna hold you. Favorite archetype in Fall Guys? There isn't one. I just wanted to bring up Fall Guys. Fall, Fall Guys is a little game. Yeah, hold on. All right. Are you okay? Yeah, we good. I'm good now too. All right. Okay. Come on. Let's let's, <clears throat> let's, let's, let's dial it back in here. Okay. So, um, shortly before the show had started, um, we had gotten a notification on our phones here that Deshaun Watson was found not guilty on the criminal charges. He wasn't indicted. Okay. So 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 today was the today was the hearing to see if um, Deshaun Watson would be facing criminal charges. Um, for what was going on, all the, um, the alleged accusations levied against him. Um, and he was um, found that he's not going to be uh, criminally charged 
for everything that is going on. Um, that doesn't mean that he's not going to face uh, civil suits or anything mm. like that. Um, so I'm sure he's still going to have to end up paying through the nose um, one way or another. Um, but uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson will not be going to jail. Um, me and Holman are actually taking bets that we think in under 36 hours he will be traded. Yep, under 36. Taking the under, for sure. Yeah. Where do you think he goes? <sighs> Pittsburgh. I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure I've said that once on the podcast that I think Pittsburgh is probably the most is probably the most um realistic destination for him. Yeah. Because I don't. Th- he has a no wave, a no trade clause, I believe. I think he does. So if I'm Deshaun Watson, I don't want to go to a team that's just as bad as the one that I'm leaving. And I think you also want to stay in the AFC. If I was him, I'd want to go to the NFC. Honestly. Yeah, the AFC is starting to become very, very dominant. Oh, the AFC's fucking loaded. Yeah, they're just they're just stacked. It's crazy. I think Russell Wilson's the worst quarterback in that division. I think Derek Carr is. See, you know, it's crazy. I think there are days where Derek Carr is better than Justin Herbert. There are also days where Justin Herbert's better than Patrick Mahomes. There's also days where Russell Wilson's better than Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. On any given on any given Sunday, Patrick Mahomes could be the worst quarterback in the division. And then on any given Sunday, Derek Carr should win MVP. <sighs> yeah. I uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so yeah, Deshaun Watson not going to jail. Um, might be going to Pittsburgh, Steel City. Yeah, still behind bars. Still behind bars. R.I.P. R.I.P. No, I mean honestly, there was only a few teams that were in like real talks for him. Um, the Dolphins were one of them. They said they're they're not interested. They don't want anything to do yeah, with him. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna stick with Tua now at this point. I think the only other team that you're really gonna watch out for is probably so. There's I think there's two teams. I think there's the Colts, but I don't know how likely a trade within the, within the division is. I think the other team you gotta watch out for is Carolina. They can make a play for him. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, the Jay Z of football is gonna is gonna want um Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But do you think they would have to give up uh, Christian McCaffrey to get him? They were willing to give up Christian McCaffrey if the Bills were going to give him a, fi- a first and a fifth. See, I think if you for, get Deshaun a, Watson... A first, a first swap fifths and Cole Beasley. If you, if you get Deshaun Watson, why would you get rid of Christian McCaffrey? Because they have Chuba Hubbard. We've had the conversation before. Running backs are a dime a dozen. They are a dime a dozen. Christian McCaffrey's damn good, though. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give that to you, but he's been so injury prone the last two seasons. I would, I wouldn't even want him. He was the only part of their offense that actually was worth a damn. Don't you, don't you slander my man DJ Moore like that? No, I can't slander him. I draft him in fantasy like every year. DJ, like DJ Moore's a stud. Robbie Anderson's, Robbie Anderson's a good wide receiver. They got Terrace Marshall. He's a good, he's a good wide receiver. Yeah, but they've only had the two of them for like what a season. Well, very true. But like that, but then again, at the same time, if you give them to Sean Watson. Dude, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit for that offense. Maybe not the defense. I think the defense is a little sus, but um, yeah, yeah. I think Pittsburgh's the only place that makes sense. Realistically, makes sense. Yeah, <coughs> I would. I would agree with you there, especially because you think um, Malik Willis is going to be drafted um, by the Seahawks. Uh-huh. You didn't say it, but I just know. Yeah, I know how you think. Um, like I said last week, I'm 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 more hip to him. I'm still not sold, but I'm more hip. I still don't think there's a first-round talent at quarterback in this draft. 
personally. Me personally, I don't think that there is a first round talent. There's not a there's not a, there, there's there's definitely first round talent in the draft, but there's definitely not day one talent. Yeah, like I said, none of them are going to start. Mm-mm. None of them are going to start day one. I don't think there's first round talent though. I think there's I think there's uh I think the, I th- bigger fish in the pond. I think the, I th- I think the only one that is that is going to start day one is going to be Malik Willis. Just because I think I think Pete Carroll's like you know what I'm gonna let him do his thing and whatever happens happens. I think personally, if you ask me, I think Matt Corral is the most NFL ready. But well, I agree with you. I mean, Matt, Matt Corral would have been slam dunk. I think the number one number one uh, quarterback taken um, if he hadn't gotten hurt during yeah. the bowl game. Yeah. So that's that. So um, before we get into uh, into some more to more stuff here, uh, something we left off the uh, the list here. Um, how do you feel about Calvin Ridley? You think it's fair, unfair, like harsh, not enough? Doug, kick him off the tour. (laughs) Doug, kick him off the tour. (laughs) Um, so I will, I will say that Calvin Ridley easily made the biggest sports gamble ever. 1100, $1,500 into 15 million. Like, come on. Yeah, worst odds I've ever seen in my worst life. Worst odds I've ever seen. If it hit, it hit. But like then again, at the same time, still hit though. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> fucking hitting something else. But it's crazy, you know the 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 like I just I saw a report before we started going. The Eagles were close to trading for him before he got before he got suspended. He's so stupid. Like my okay. So first of all, I do think a year suspension is a little harsh. But so my my whole thing with that is I think the NFL is setting an example like, hey, yeah, like we're all for people betting on the NFL, but we will not let our own employees bet on their own teams. So with that being said, um, there's somebody that I know that um, knows a lot of people that work within the Ravens organization, uh-huh. like uh, equipment managers, stuff like that. Even the equipment managers are only allowed to play fantasy football and they have a certain amount of money that they can spend on playing fantasy football. And that's the fucking equipment managers. Yeah. Like come no, it's, oh, it's, a, it, it, it's a big deal, man. <clears throat> it, it's a big deal. And the rules are very, very, very clear and well written out that say you cannot do this. So you play a stupid game, you, you win, win a stupid, stupid prize. prize. Exactly. I mean one thing I will say <laughs> one thing I will say about the NFL outside of their whole what is a catch? What isn't a catch rule? Like all of their rules are very, very straight to the point. If you break it in this, like, like if you do this, you're breaking a rule. That is one thing. I that is one thing I will say about the NFL. They don't have any of this unwritten rule bullshit like the worst league in sports does, or nothing, or, or nothing like that. Um. So my thing is like, and uh, I've seen a lot of people bring it up. It's like. Hey, like Kareem Hunt did this, and he only had this suspension. Ray Rice did this, and he only had this suspension. Granted, Ray Rice never played again. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know there was the whole Tyree Kill thing, and there's um, even Joe Mixon. Even Joe Mixon. There's um, what's his name, Randy Gregory. Um, uh, there. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them. It's like they're these were their only only six, three, four, five, six games, whatever, and it's like. He did something that didn't really harm anybody. I think it's a full year. I get that, but I mean, then again, at the same time, there's a very like, <coughs> like it's 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 shitty. But there's a very very like it's very very clearly written out that if you bet against your own team, like you're like you're going to get like you're breaking a rule. You're going to get suspended. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's no way to enforce 
what players do when they are not around the facility. Mm-hmm. So, like, as, as, as shitty as that is, as shitty as that sounds, that's, that's just the harsh reality of it. Yeah. That got, like, real harsh real quick, but... I mean, it, like, like it. it un- unfortunately, it's, it's just the it's just the the overwhelming truth that whatever whatever somebody does when they're away from the facility, good, bad, doesn't make a difference. You like like you can't do anything to stop that. <coughs> like like, dude, if like if Henry Ruggs never crashed his car, I guarantee you he's still out there driving his Corvette, pissed drunk at a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, one hundred percent. But 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 until something happens to where you have to stop him from doing that, he's going to continue. To, he's going to continue to do it. It's fair. Right, wrong. What those what those guys did to get the suspensions that they got. I said right, wrong. None of it's right. Sure. It's it, like it, like it's all wrong. <coughs> but they dealt with it like they dealt with it in the in the manner that they had to when they were off the field. The NFL suspended them justly. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was just curious where you were out on that one. If you thought it was a little too much, or you think it was right on par, to they're I don't know, they're menaces. I think they're. I think Katie's about to scrap. She's like staring at her like get the hell away from me. Kitty, Loki loves her and loves playing with her, but <laughs> will not do it if anybody is watching. Ah, gotcha. Like you'll hear them playing, but as soon as you like see them, they're like, "Fuck you, I hate you." <laughs> Oh jeez! They like hate each other, but like only when someone's watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's <is> so funny. <laughs> oh, now Harley's stuck in the corner. She doesn't know what to do. She's fine. That is so funny. It's <laughs> oh, oh shit! <laughs> They're fine. They do this all the time. It's just, it's, it's just amusing because like whenever Ziggy gets close to Raven and. Like Raven smacks him in the snout, and he just walks away and lays down. Hartley just keeps antagonizing. <laughs> She's like, "Uh, bitch, I'm just trying to go to the litter, litter box. I stumbled <laughs> into this corner, and now I can't get out. So you're gonna just have to let me by." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, coming up, NFL free agency, I believe, starts next week. It's coming up quick. Yeah, coming up really, really quick. Start of the new new league year is upon us. It's a very, very good time. Uh, we got a couple guys listed here. Just five names that that we threw together that we decided to talk about. Maybe predict where they're going to end up going, or uh, predict what ends up happening to them. Um, so we'll just go ahead and jump into it. I think the biggest surprise of everybody that's start that's that has began to get cut. Um, I mean, guys along the lines of like Terry Cohen have gotten cut. Landon Collins got has gotten cut. Yep. Trey Flowers from the Lions got cut, which surprises me. Yeah. Um, but the big one, Bobby ba- Bobby Wagner. Six-time All-Pro, not Pro Bowler, All-Pro. Um, dudes led the, led the league in tackles as he's entered the league. Got cut by the Seahawks. Um, oh, <laughs> I told you, Menaces. Um, I already, I already have a idea of where you think he should go, um, or where you want him to go. I have two places where I think he goes. Think he goes or want him to go? I want him to go to one place in particular, but there's two places I think he goes. All these guys on this list, I wouldn't mind, except for the last one coming to the coming to a said certain place. That's fair. Um, but uh, let me hear it. What do you got? Um, Swaggy Wagner over there. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if he came to the Baltimore Ravens. That's just me. Um, 
But two places I think he goes are the Ravens. Mm. I think he follows Russ to the Broncos. That wouldn't be bad. I mean, the, Bron- the Broncos definitely, um, I don't know what their linebacking situation looks like. I know they're a little thin on the defensive line now. Um, but they have the cap space. They have the cap space. I honestly don't think Bobby Wagner's going to be all that expensive. I don't know what the market is for linebackers. I feel like maybe sixteen, eighteen million a year, something like that. Maybe, maybe for like, maybe for like top end. I think for Bobby Wagner, I think he'll get somewhere, somewhere in a low number because I think he knows. But I think he knows that he wants to be a part of a successful team. I think if he can get to a certain, like, like you said, the Ravens, the Broncos, a team like that. Although I don't think the Broncos, even with Russell Wilson, I don't think the Broncos are still on the same level as the Ravens. But that's just my personal opinion. I agree. Um, I think. Uh, Bobby Wagner will be willing to take a pay cut in order to go ring chasing again. Hmm. Just my personal opinion. Um, I didn't really get a whole lot of time to think about that one where I think he ends up of where I think he ends up going. Um, I mean, of course, it's like as, as soon as it was, it was announced, I'm like, Oh man, Ravens. Mm-hmm. He's a good fit. We don't even need him. And I want him to come play for us. He, I think we could use him. Oh, we can use anybody. <laughs> but dude, it, him and Patrick Queen at the middle linebacker position? Yeah, it would it, it would it would be it would be incredibly unfair. I mean I, I mean like like his, like his whole his physical smart like physical smart, I mean no sense. But but Bobby Wagner's a very very smart linebacker. Like he like he was a play, he was a play caller when he was over in Seattle. I'd imagine that Chuck Clark would say, "You know what? I'll let you call the damn plays. I'll just I'll just hang out back here, just do what I got to do." Oh, yeah, right. Um so Bobby Wagner calling plays and just letting Patrick Queen run around the field, just making, just being a menace. I think I think would benefit the Ravens in the long run. Do I think it happens? No, um, but it would be nice. I think, would, I think we have our pick between either Bobby Wagner or Tyron Matthew. Who would you want? You want, like like we only get one. We only get one. Yeah. Tyron. Okay. I was just curious. I want Tyron. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who I would pick personally. I don't think it's a bad choice either way. Yeah, because I think I think the Ravens, like genuinely, I think the Ravens are going to get more value with the eventual signing that I think we do with, or I just like combine win and if. <laughs> I straight said whiff for no reason. Whiff. Um, when or if we sign Marcus May, okay, who I think will be a better value than Tyron Matthew. My personal opinion, nothing against Tyron Matthew. He's a bit of a ball hawk, too. Yeah, but Marcus May had a real down year. Um, it's hard to have up years on the Jets. Very true. Uh, Tyron Matthew, on the other hand, he, he had kind of a down year also, but that, that defense had some struggles all season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Marcus May comes to the Ravens, but Marcus May and Bobby Wagner, that'd be a good haul for the Ravens again. Um, heading into free agency. Do I think it happens? Mm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what EDC has. Um, next guy on the next guy on our list, uh, the best corner available, JC Jack, JC Jackson. Um, I can't envision the Patriots wanting to let him go, but I think he'll be too expensive for them to keep. Yep. Um, I think he'll end up being one of those salary cap casualties kind of thing. Once again, the Broncos got money to spend. Yeah. So. The Broncos, the Broncos would be a scary spot for him to go to, but I think he, <laughs> a peacock. I am a peacock. <laughs> um, I think ultimately J.C. Jackson finds his way to Los Angeles. I think he goes to play for the Chargers. Okay. Um, I just, I, I think the Chargers know that. I mean, 
again, I referenced Pat McAfee again, but they were talking they were talking about this today. At some point you're gonna have to pay Justin Herbert and you're gonna you're gonna have to pay Justin Herbert more than Patrick Mahomes getting made. Yep. So I think they're gonna go all in now while they still can and uh try and cash in, build up a build up a monster defense and just let Patrick Mahomes <laughs> Justin Herbert just run up the score on people. How dare you? Yeah, I'm 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 kinda mad that I mentioned <laughs> his name. Um what about Allen Robinson? That's a guy who had a real down year. If he like if he was able to leave last season, I think he cashes in big time. This year, on the other hand, I think he gets maybe a two year deal. Uh, this is a guy that I hope we target. The Ravens. I wouldn't mind it. I don't see us doing it. I don't either. Just because I I am still waiting for the Hollywood announcement to retire. <sighs> He's not retiring. He's not retiring. I don't I don't I don't know where this fake news came from, but anyway. I think it was I th- I think it was just him standing in solidarity with Kyler Murray, kind of like deleting everything. I think it's stupid if that was the case, but I don't know why he deleted everything from socials. But um, I still don't think he retires. But no, I mean, dude, if you can get him for the cheap, two years, I don't know what market. I think salary cap is like sixteen million for a uh, for a receiver. Like, if you're if you're spending over twenty five million dollars total. On a two-year deal for Allen Robinson, I think you're overpaying. Okay, so you... Twelve and a half. Okay, so you give him... Twelve and a half a season. I'd say, like, 13 guaranteed. Something like that. Okay, so you, you throw something in there like that. I don't know, but where I see him going... Um, uh, Honestly, I, Cleveland. Really? I said it as a landing spot for um for Amari Cooper, but I could see um a place like Buffalo. Called you again. Another one. Yeah. Jesus, dude. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm about, I'm about to I'm about to answer somebody who just goes nuts. Spaz, yeah. I could see a place like Buffalo. Someone to pair up with uh Stefan Diggs. They need they needed two over there. Well, not really after Gabriel after Gabriel Davis played played the way he did in the division round. That dude balled the fuck out. Yeah, he had a good game. Um, you can blame whoever you want for uh, Buffalo losing the game, but Josh Allen and Gabriel Davis. Yes, sir. There's the only two you can't blame. Not blame either of them. Um, well, a guy play, a guy who played for Buffalo, Mitchell Trubisky. Where do you think he goes? Um, he's going to the Giants. He's following the offensive coordinator. I agree. I don't even think he starts there. That's where he goes, though. Yeah, He'll I, take the job from Daniel Jones. You think? Yeah, for like a week. Daniel Jones is a bum. So is Mitch Trubisky. Okay, but Mitch Trubisky was in a shit situation with. I'm not to say that Daniel Jones wasn't, but Daniel Jones has had talent around him. He did last season. He he has in previous seasons. More so last season. More so last season, but still shit the bad. Well, sure. He's had Evan Ingram. He's had uh, Saquon Evan, Barkley. Evan Ingram was a bust. He's still not a. Bad tight end. He, dude, he, dude, he wasn't a first round pick. <clears throat> no, but I think Saquon's on the move too. Yeah, I think he gets traded. That's just me. Well, if like I said last episode, if all they're asking for is a third round pick, yeah, I'd fucking trade for him too. If I'm the Ravens, I'll call him and say, "I'll give you a fourth. You take it." Yeah, why not? I'll give you a fourth and a seventh next year. Yeah, who fucking cares? We got like five fourth round picks this year. More like five hundred. It really is closer to five hundred <laughs> than five. Uh, um, we just have every fourth round pick. 
Like nobody else picks in the fourth round. We have all thirty-two. Could you imagine? If there was a team to do it, we would do it. For some reason, we love to fucking just hurt, like just haul in all the picks. We would make a real baller team though out of fourth round picks. We could still beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh damn right we could <laughs> with nothing but fourth round picks. Yes, sir. We we sure could. Oh, I guess they stopped with Tiff. Yeah, they're fine for now. Okay, they'll get back. They'll get back into it in a few hours. <laughs> he said for now. Yeah, they'll go um, take a nap. They'll get back after it. Last guy. He hasn't officially been released just yet, but the rumor is that he is going to be released by the Dallas Cowboys. Wide receiver Amari Cooper. Um, I think you and I had the conversation earlier. You and I both said Vegas. Yep, I said that. I said it on last episode too. I think, I think he gets uh, just makes sense for him. He goes back home. Yep, going yep, going going back to where he started. They need the wide receiver help. Um. Take some of the take some of the load off Darren Waller. Take some of the load off Josh Jacobs. Help out Derek Carr a little bit more. Um, I think I think it would help in the long run for them. And they might be able to do it. I don't know what their salary cap situation is, but they just paid Max Crosby earlier today. Was it four years, ninety five million? Paid him big time. They extended him, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, I paid extended. I don't freaking know. Just he's getting more money than I am. Dude's got a Brinks truck. He does have a Brinks truck. He definitely does. Um, so now. Dipping into the mailbag here. Our man Pucci wants to know about his his take on the overtime rules. Alright, let me uh I gotta pull these up because it's it's not something that I can just remember off the off the dome here. It was a little little complex. See, you almost forgot it. <sighs> I did. I did. So Pucci suggests that there's no overtime. The first team to score a touchdown in regulation time gets a quote-unquote game advantage. If a tie at the end of regulation occurs, the team with the quote-unquote game advantage is the winner. It encourages strong beginnings in ending to games. I don't necessarily dislike that. I think that would be incredibly far-fetched for the NFL to try and do. Um, but I don't know if I des- like. I think the thoughts there, but I think logistically, I think it would be just a nightmare for the NFL to figure out. It would still come down to that coin flip. Like, what if Kansas City gets you know wins the coin the coin toss and right, they get exactly. the ball first? They just run down, you know, get down and score touchdowns. Like, yeah. oh well, fuck, we don't care anymore. Yeah, oh well, even if we tie the game, we can't win. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's a. I mean, the whole NFL overtime thing. It's it's a real tough road. To, to walk tough like it's like it's a tough line to figure out they just have to give each team a possession that's it they that that's all we're asking that's all we're asking like they go touchdown for touchdown we keep playing next score wins first team gets the ball they don't do anything next team gets the ball they score a field goal game over yep now what if like what if the first team went down scored a touchdown and kick the extra point go up seven second team comes down Gets a uh, gets a touchdown, goes for two, gets it. Game over. Game over. Okay. Yeah. Both teams got the opportunity to score the ball. It's not it's not the second team's fault that the first team was too stupid to not go for two. Okay. Well then, and then that comes into that whole thing of like, do you go for two if you score first? If you miss it, then all I have to do is kick the extra point. I don't right. know. It would make the game more entertaining for sure because sure. there's, there's a lot more. There would be a lot more to think about. Um. But I think uh, I think right now the NFL doesn't want to change the rules because they've been at, people have been. I think they're waiting for 
Um, they're just waiting for the one offseason where nobody suggests it. And then I think they, uh, then I think they change it. <laughs> just to be super petty. Just to be petty. But I like because I I think the NFL knows that they need to change the the NFL overtime rules, but until somebody until they until teams stop asking for it, I don't think they will. We're gonna do it because we want to do it, not because you not because want you want us. exactly. We want we like trust me. We want to do this, not because you want us to, but because we want to do it. Bunch of toddlers. So <laughs> until you stop asking for it, we're not doing it. Bunch of toddlers. Jesus Christ. That's all they are. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is that is all these big sports leagues are. Bunch just, of toddlers, just filled with a bunch of toddlers. Just play nice in the sandbox. That's, that's all we're do. asking. That's that, that that's it. And we're like <laughs> like I'm not asking you to cure cancer, but if you could, if you could, it'd be great. If you know if you if you know how to, tell us, please. <laughs> right. Okay. Pivoting. We actually have some news in the MLB. Woo! <laughs> The MLB miraculously found a way to stop being toddlers. <laughs> they put their plan nice in the sandbox. They, they, they played nice in the sandbox. It took us forever to do it. But we are going to have baseball this season. Woo! I am excited. Um, 11 hours ago, Rob Manfred said that there were points where he was nervous. Or concerned during negotiations. Um, so uh, yeah, I was uh, I was I was not optimistic that this deal was going to get done. Do you see that they're um, you can no longer have the shift. You can no longer shift defenses. That's so stupid. Yep. That's so dumb. I mean, I guess you can like I I don't know I I guess I don't know what they consider the shift like. Because even, like, me as, like, a freaking high school rec player or whatever, like, if it was a lefty, I would move to the left a little bit more. If it was a righty, I'd play more towards the middle. Like, if I'd faced this team before and I knew that this hitter was, like, he liked to pull the ball, he was a little bit quicker, like, yeah, I'd move to the middle of the field. Like, or, like, whatever. I'd scoot back. I'd scoot up if I knew that, like, this kid wasn't really going to drill the ball. But I mean, like, if there if there's like no like set shifts anymore, oh, okay. Well, I get that. I think it's stupid. Maybe it just means you can't put like the third baseman on the other side of the fucking bag and just have the shortstop roaming around by himself. See, whenever 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 teams don't do that, I just don't know why they just don't lay down a bunt, just haul ass. Because it's a lost art. Oh, that's true. It it really is an art too. I couldn't tell you the last. My God, I'm just going after it. You, dude. You said we're good for a few hours. Now here they come. Just oh, now they're getting into the fucking bag again. Yeah, it's the same bag. <laughs> My God, <laughs> the cats just came burning around the corner there. <laughs> you about jumped out of your seat, dude. They're, dude, they're throwing hands. <laughs> I, thought I, to, I thought I was about to get fucking involved. They're menaces. I don't know why I have to continue to tell you this. Get, get away from my cup. Just ice in there, you fiend. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, anyway, now that, I, now that, I'm, now that I feel safe again. <laughs> yeah, so, so we're going to have baseball this season. I'm, um, 
What the? Oh my god! Dude, Wes is the top row. Dude, Wes's cat literally just jumped off the couch onto the other cat. From the top row. From the top row. Oh my god. Swanton bomb. Gave her the old swanton bomb from the top of the couch. Landed it. It took off down the hole. Also, one of them just took a shit and I could smell it. <laughs> wow, we really lost just all sense of focus here today. You know what? Well, let's 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 at least attempt to reel it back in here. My man, my man brought up something very very interesting to me, and uh, in in the spirit of now that baseball is going to be played again. What would your walk-up song be when you're entering the batter's box? So, I had to put a little thought into this one. I found a fucking classic. Not really a classic, but a throwback uh. um, for you and I. And uh, I think it fits. Because um, when I played baseball, I batted a lot in the leadoff spot. Mm. Um, So, my walk-up song would be Money to Blow. By Birdman. By Birdman. The Drake part comes in. I am on a twenty-four hour champagne diet. I mean, your lead off, your lead off, just coming in saying he's on a twenty-four hour champagne diet. Shoo! That's, That's not a, a common one either. That would, yeah, oh for sure, yeah. That would def- that would definitely strike some fear into the into the, into the hearts of your opponents. Like if I'm, this is the thing. Like if I'm playing baseball in high school, and in my intro song it says I'm on a twenty-four hour champagne diet. Number one, why are you drinking champagne 24 hours a day in high school? Number two. Why isn't everybody? Number two, who let you on the baseball team? (laughs) Number three, why am I on the baseball team? (laughs) Um, So I kind of took a different approach. So I have two songs. I couldn't decide. Oh, I'm curious about this one. Oh, I'm I'm on both ends of the spectrum here. Oh, heavens. (laughs) Gasolina? <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll at least be like, like both songs are in English. Um, one of them is like real hood, the other one's like real country. Oh God. Okay. So, so song number one would be "Holy Ghost" by Jeezy. There it is. Yeah. That's, All right. That like, like I think that would, I think that would be a real good one. Like, like right at the chorus line, where where yeah, uh, Jeezy kicks kicks in again. Um, I think that would be a good spot for it. So that would be one. Um, But of course, the whole thing with an intro song is it's got to be something unique because you don't want to go to another ballpark and have the batter who's playing in the same position as you listening to the same song as you. It's fair. But then again, at the same time, for those of you that are Orioles fans, I know my cousin Tyler will definitely remember it. Everybody knows. Everybody, like, like J.J. Hardy's walk-up song was the weirdest song I'd ever heard in my life. It's fair. It was like, like, what the hell was it? I can't, it I was, can't remember. It was something weird. It was about like bringing Sally up and bringing Sally down or some shit. The only know. thing I remember is Manny Machado's was Bugatti by Ace Hood. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. You know Miguel Tejada didn't even use a welcome song? What a unit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't need it. I'm good without it. What a unit. Anyway, so my second song, because this is like, this is just so unique. It doesn't really fit me that way. Um, but my, my other walk-up song would definitely be Fishing in the Dark. 
You and me gone fishing in the dark. Dude, number one, don't like don't don't flame me on that song because it's fire. I'm not. I am not. It is absolute fire. So I think that would definitely be a good one. Uh it would get some laughs, it would be memorable, and nobody else is picking it. And then you're fucking yakking one. Oh dude, and I'm and and, and I'm hitting a tater four fifty. First pitch. <laughs> Drilling it right back in the pitcher. Hitting him in the sternum. I, I'm 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 hitting the I'm hitting the pitcher right in the shoulder. Throwing arm or not throwing arm. It doesn't make a difference. I'll hit I'll, I'll hit the I'll hit the throwing arm with the ball and I'll hit his non throwing arm with the bat. <laughs> God, you're just whipping that thing out there at him. <laughs> Manny Machado style, baby. Come on, you got to. Smack. Wham. <laughs> also, when I this is this kind of has something to do with with uh, with music and stuff. When we were on the cruise ship, we played country music. Guess that tune. We had a perfect score, and we only cheated once. Shout out Carroll County. Shout out Carroll County. I was really hoping you were going to say you listened to nothing but Mama Number Five. No, I got a, I got, a, I got, a, I got a funny story to tell you when we're when we're done with the podcast. Oh man. God, I was really hoping you said, "Yeah, we listened to nothing but Mambo Number Five. I was like, "Where's number? Where's Mambo Number One through four? No, but did you know there's a Mambo Number Five, like a <laughs> Disney version? I did not. Yeah, I found that out. Um. When I took that uh, lady friend out on a date, interesting. Yeah, I'm not interested in listening to it. Yeah, I mean, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong; it got me to laugh. Fair enough. It kind of, it kind of, it kind of took the edge off before I kissed her. But what the hell do I care now? She ain't gonna listen to this. I didn't even tell her. What the, I didn't even tell tell her what the hell the name of the podcast was. Yeah. Although she does know, I'm getting way off course. Anyway, regardless, yes, Holy Ghost or Fishing in the Dark. I'm surprised you didn't go with me. Okay. I don't know, like, Holy Ghost would probably fit me better. Two whole ones, two half ones. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. I don't think Jeezy knows what that means. Probably doesn't. Or, um, oh, what's that song off that album? Ah, uh, Sugar, Honey Iced Tea. It's got Rick Ross. And who else? Oh, Nutcracker. Oh, I played it for you that one day. Yes, you know what song it is? Oh, uh, The man. game. And, yeah, um... Hold on. We will we solve this real, real fucking quick. Mirror, mirror in my garage. Tell me which Lambo I should park at the Lamitage. Um, do, 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 do. See, Beautiful. Before. Yes. That's it. Yes. Okay. Jeezy, the game of Rick Ross. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. So I, I, I might have, I might have three that I would rotate through. Could you imagine that though? Like, a, like, <laughs> like you're pitch, like you're pitching against a guy an entire game. You hear Jeezy for two songs and you strike him out. Then you hear fish in the dark and it takes you long. <laughs> I'd have nothing but respect. I'd shake his hand after he touched. Oh, oh, you'd have to. Thank you. <laughs> like, like, like you, sh- like you ring him up on three straight pitches twice, and he says, "You and me going fishing in the dark." Yeah, you're gonna go fish that ball out of the damn pond out in out in the Kansas City Stadium. Idiot! Idiot! Pitch, oh, pitch that shit to me. So we have uh, we have three laughable moments here. Last night, the Detroit Red Wings goalie scored a goal on himself. Yeah, so they uh, Pat McAfee just flamed. This he guy. can't stand them. Oh no, he he doesn't even think they should be in the NHL. No, but then again, at the same time, I mean, so I haven't seen the clip. The way that Pat McAfee described it, like I like I get a like like I could see what happened. So. 
This was last night it happened. Yeah. So you know, like one of those like we don't, uh, we, we don't even know who they played. So I'm about to check. Um. Because Pat didn't know either. Because there was there was literally there's literally nobody around him for miles. It was one of those little puck flips where you like just get it up the ice, just like dump it, in, dump it into the zone, dump it into the zone. Like, oh, that's terrible. They played the wild, and the wild won by a goal. So yeah, he just dumped it into the zone, and the goalie decided he was gonna cock his right hand back and give this thing a full walloping, right? And he hits it off the heel of like the uh, the blade there. Just goes right under the wickets there, right into the goal. Like yeah, he, he yeah. stumps it and just <laughs> it scores on himself. Yeah, it goes five hole and there's no, and there's nothing that you can do about it at that point. Like that's bad. That's really bad. Like I like I've like I've seen like I've seen goalies play things in a, in really really bad ways before. Yep. Um. Like I like I remember there was um one of the um one of the Capitals postseason games that they were playing in. Um, somebody just tried to dump the puck down into the into the other end of the other end of the ice for a shift change, and the goalie came out to go play it. Well, the puck hit off the wall at the perfect angle that the goalie wasn't expecting, and <laughs> literally redirected back toward the goal and went in, like went off the wall and in. And the goalie just had no, like like it, it hit like a like you like you could see it. It hit a crease in the wall where they put the walls together. And then, and then went in. Let me go through it over there, Slim. I got a tickle in my throat. <clears throat> okay, I'm out of tea. <coughs> yeah, I can't help with that. Yeah, my man, my man's gotta go get some more tea or something like that. Oh man, oh, man. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's definitely going through it now. But yeah, um, again, I didn't I didn't see what happened with the whole goal thing, but all the times that I was seeing it being being uh, described as to what exactly happened. It just it it just sounds like it was an all around really bad thing really bad thing to happen. Um, I mean the I mean the Red Wings aren't very good to begin with. They're far, they're far from the worst team in the league. They've only like they're they've won twenty four games. They lost thirty four. They've lost seven in overtime. So they're twenty four twenty seven and seven. So they're far from the worst team in the league. But something like that like you don't try to just hammer dick it with one hand. Nope. It's a bad move. Have you, ever, have you ever had to hold like an actual stick that the goalies use? No. So, so I used to have one when during my, during my street hockey days when I didn't roller skate, we would just like run around, just hit each other and shit. Um, we had like 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 regulation size net, actual hockey sticks, puck, ball, whatever you wanted to play with. Um, and then we also had like an actual goalie stick. Those things are not easy to move around with one arm. <coughs> Can't imagine they are. I mean, it's like a. It, I mean, it's a. It, it's a probably like a, a foot and a half handle, and then it's just a huge ass like plank. Because I mean, like, like it's like it's not meant to be just swung around. It's meant to stop pucks, right? Not swing it like you're playing fucking cricket. He thought he was. He the idiot. He must have. I mean, when I was on the when I was on the cruise, I watched a lot of cricket on TV. Reason couldn't tell you, but I did. I enjoyed it, but I don't know why I watched it. So maybe he was like doing the same thing I was. I don't know. Maybe, but uh, but yeah, he's he's an idiot. He's better than me because I like like I can't stand in front of ninety five mile an hour slap shots. No, I, I like I can't I could barely hit a seventy five mile an hour fastball. Fair, it's tough. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It, it it ain't easy. Um, something I saw before we started. Uh, I the the guy's name I didn't catch it, but one of the uh one of the quarter corner backs coming out of Auburn 
for this upcoming draft who was going over a, a pregame meal um, similar to like homeboy from that uh, Division three school did last year where he drank a protein shake with the eggs and the Gatorade. Grits. And, and the grits and the yogurt and peanut butter. Yeah. It's like, apparently it wasn't that bad. It just looked nasty as hell, but anyway, that's regardless. Yeah. So apparently Yo eats baked beans with eight <laughs> packets of sugar. Interesting. So we just kick the door down? Holy shit. Sounded like it. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I don't, like, I don't know what to do with that information. I don't either. Like, 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 why they eat packets of sugar? I have no clue. You can get the same. You can get the same effect with like drinking two rebels. Facts. What was your pregame meal when before before you were playing games? Uh, did you have uh, one? No. I just had like a scoop of peanut butter, just give myself like a, like sustained energy. Just went out there, raw dogged it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, and that's something else that I saw. This is pretty funny. Um, dude saw LeBron James walking towards the team bus and uh, recorded himself, like like recorded LeBron just walking. And uh, while he was walking, dude started making goat noises at LeBron. <laughs> what a menace! You all right over there? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, I got you. I, I just thought... saw a text message come through, and I was just I just peeked at it real quick. Uh, that's okay. all it was. I got you. I thought, thought, thought you were getting ready to pull something up. No. But yeah, like like could you imagine if you're if you're trying to get ready for a game and you're walking the team bus and all of a sudden you hear somebody go <laughs> I'd be very confused. I'd probably run and hide. Like, oh god, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's happening. All right. What's the procedure? Stay calm. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? Stay fucking calm. <laughs> yep. That's that's exactly yeah, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. But dude, if I was six foot eight and weighed two hundred and sixty pounds, I would be I wouldn't be scared of a goat. I don't know. What's a moose? All it does is kick. <laughs> All right, pal. So we do have uh, one more thing in the mailbag here. What about a baby donkey? <laughs> we have one more thing in the mailbag here from Poochie. Coming back with a two-peat here. Um, he wants to know what's our favorite sports movie. <sighs> I got mine. What is it? Mine's Sandlot. Sandlot's a classic, man. Sandlot. I like the Sandlot. I like the Sandlot a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. No, it's a good. It's a good movie. Like, like, it's it's one of those classic sports movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so relatable. Did you play on a Sandlot? Sometimes. Did you get chased away by a big dog? I can neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> to- <laughs> To protect my identity, I cannot confirm nor deny any of these <laughs> stories. Um, you know it's tough for me. I got like I, like I have I have three movies that I love, like three sports movies that I love. Um, first one is uh, Space Jam. Okay, it's a good one. Like I just like it's something about it. Yeah, I just I, just, I love Space Jam. Um, the other two, which which these are the two that I that I teeter back and forth between. Um. Dodgeball. Wow. Okay. Did you not expect me to go there? I did not. Well, I mean, it's a sports movie. It is. And then the other one, which would this this one probably takes the cake for me. Probably probably takes the cake. Semi pro. Okay. That movie is so damn funny to me. It is so fun. It is very funny. Like like I like Will Ferrell regardless. <coughs> 
but owner, player, coach, Jackie Moon. Is this because we were singing "Love Me Sexy" before the show started? No, that act, that honestly had nothing to do with it. Like I like I genuinely love that movie so much. Like I don't know why, but like, is your house haunted? <laughs> I think it was just a child out in the vestibule area. That was like a ghost child. <laughs> if you if if fans if you heard that fans listeners I know none of you like us. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listeners, if you heard that, can you say if you think that was a ghost or a child? Because that sounded that sounded like a damn demon. I'm gonna have to crawl out of your window and haul ass to my car. That is so petrifying. <laughs> You're fine. If you die, you die. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Um, but, but did you die? But did you die? But I was like, I don't know what made me think of it last night. But the scene from Semi-Pro where Will Ferrell wrestles that bear, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just so damn funny to me. He, like, the lady's trying to talk to him, and he's like, yeah, I'm not, uh, he's, he's like, sorry, I'm not trying to ignore, ignore you. Like, he just poisoned the bear. He's like, oh, okay, I understand. How long have you been working with the bear? I don't know, like a day. I'm really good with cats, though. <laughs> what the fuck does a cat and a bear have to do with each other? I don't know. But see, the funny thing, like, the thing that gets me the most is, like, when the bear actually attacks Will Ferrell, like, Andre 3000's reaction to seeing that happen, like, like he, like, the high-pitched scream, he's like, shit! <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, stands there in the corner and just frozen, frozen fear. It just cracks me up every time. It's a classic. I like like I know you can hear Andre three thousand yelling <laughs> during that scene, like it, it's just so funny. <laughs> this make your safe words Pomoni. He starts yelling Pomoni, and, and, and he's like Andre three thousand like one round, one round. He's like, <laughs> I was like, fuck you, Clarence Pomoni. <laughs> I just I, I I love it. It's 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 so damn funny. It's so funny. Happy Gilmore's up there too. Uh, my thought too. I I struggled with this moment. It was the Sandlot. Remember the Titans. See that, like, remember the Titans is too serious for me. It's a good movie though, man. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a it's it's all time classic, but it's like way too serious. Like there are days where I just want to sit around and laugh. Yeah. Not watch a football movie with racism. It's fair. Like that 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 shit depresses me. It's fair. It's a good movie though. Oh, it's a great movie. I love Denzel Washington. Baller. Coach Carter was a good one too. It's another serious one. Timo Cruz was Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. That man, that man ran down the court, pulled up for three. <coughs> Dude, Timo Cruz is kind of like a kind of like a gang version of Steph Curry because yeah. he, he kind of has like that. He kind of looks like Steph Curry, but um, I don't think Steph Curry was ever in a gang that we know of. I don't think I would let Steph Curry in a gang. He looks too nice. He doesn't look like he'd hurt, he'd hurt anybody. Don't they call him like Babyface Assassin or something like that? I think that's what he was called in his earlier, like the earlier part of his career. Yeah, you just put him in a gang. <laughs> I don't know. What gang would you put Steph Curry in? I don't know. Sharks, Sharks in the Jets. There you go. Watch him just dance back and forth. What's that, what's that story? 
That's probably as hard as it gets with Steph Curry. Probably. I don't know. I don't know either. I just work here, man. What can I say? But that is everything that we have today. Yeah. This, that was a shit show. Yeah. This may have been worse than the first episode. <laughs> production quality, maybe not. Oh, no. Production quality was very, very good until your cat decided to attack her. To be fair, the fact that we didn't consider the fact that she would scratch her scratching post. That's on us. When we put the mic on the scratching post. That's on us. That definitely falls on us. Like all we're all we're looking like like the the table that what that that we're using here, it's a little like the the clamp that my mic sits on. It fits it just fine, but it's got like a weird lip that doesn't like allow it to sit on there properly. Mm-hmm. So like when I put the when I was putting the mic on there, it started to fall off. So I'm like, this isn't gonna work. So I was fully prepared to just hold the mic the entire episode, and then my man here just puts it on the scratch post. I'm like, that's genius. Yeah. And now, then here comes your cat saying, wow, look at your genius now, idiots. Yeah, that one's on us. Watch what I can do. It's not her fault. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Ziggy ruined one of our episodes. Hmm. When he started barking. I don't think anybody minds. I, but that was bad, because it, it, I, I, thought, I, thought I thought we were having an earthquake. <laughs> I can see the panic in your face. Dude, I... I Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to get her from the chair here. I can see it in your eyes. I'm just, You're angry. I'm, tuck, I'm tucked in the corner. This is my safe spot. I don't think I'm leaving. I'm, I might have to sleep here tonight. Next week, we're back at the new lab. Yeah, so moving day is tomorrow, um, which will be a shit show. I'll just say it here now. Yes. Um, yes, it will be. Not excited for it. But uh, yeah, so we're actually going to be actually in... Uh, Private area, not in an open room. We'll have a door that can shut, so nobody will have to hear what we say, and we don't have to hear what anybody else anybody else has to say. Not no we, animals. No animals, nothing like that, unless there's a rat that lives up there. Dude, I will tell you though, before I did leave for the cruise, I had to go I had to go run and grab a chair um from store in Frederick. Uh Value City, that's what mm. it was. And uh I was I was showing Andrew around the house after we after we dropped it off, and something told me to go upstairs and like just check out the attic. There's like two shelves sitting on opposite ends of the attic. There's two white shelves. Um, as soon as I opened that attic, I just felt like I didn't belong up there. Oh God! So I was out of there pretty quick. Um, I might just be paranoid over it, but I think there's like a real possibility that there's some shit that went on up in that attic. Interesting. Cause like crazy, but the, I'm about, I'm, I'm about to put the pieces together here for you. When I, when I toured the house with my mother, uh-huh. the people who lived there before us had like Bibles on the nightstand. Okay. Crosses on the wall and holy water in bedrooms. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if I'm just being paranoid or overanalyzing things, which I probably am. But, yeah, I just don't know. Time will tell. 
yeah, time, yeah, time will tell. I'll be the next inspiration for one of the new Insidious movies. You were Josh, Saf Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Gems. <laughs> Please tell me you've seen that TikTok. No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, some chick was like, I was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Gems. That's how she pronounced it. And, like, everyone just keeps making fun of her. Like, like, like the Tampa Bay Rays, they, like, put it up on, like, their board. They're like, Uncut Jams. And they, like, spelled it with, like, G-A-A-A-A-A-M-S. And then they, like, did it again. And they, like, spelled it a different way. Everyone just keeps making fun of this broad. Yeah. Don't know. It's funny. I don't have TikTok. So what do I know? You should. It's a good place. That's what everybody tells me. But let's get the hell out of here. Let's, uh, let's... Chalk this episode up to a disaster and get on to it next week. Better, be better things are to come. <laughs> better things are to come. We will, uh, we will catch you guys next week. Oh, See you guys. Thanks, guys.